to another edition of Ringside Ramblings. I'm your host, Semkyo, the wrestling connoisseur. And joining me right now on this quiet night, it's late for me, it's early for him, I'm talking about Trucker Kyle. What's going on, Sam? You know, I got the kids in bed, finally. Hopefully they stay there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I just thought we uh, try to hit, today was kind of a big news. Uh, I don't know if I'd say big news even. You know, the the thing, it just kind of blew up, really. At least Twitter did. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. We're on the on the, the downside of Survivor Series here. Our low survivor seems to be Seth Rollins. He got attacked on Monday Night Raw last night. And, um, man, what do you think about that? God damn it, Kyle. Did we lose you already? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think about it? Seth Rollins getting attacked by uh, this Elisa Spencer. It's been pretty fun to see the uh, downfall. You know, we have seen seen stuff like this. Yeah. Did you not hear me? Yeah, I, I, I got you. Okay. Um, and Seth has been known in, in the last few years to cry about almost <laughs> anything. And, uh, it, it, it's been for, for, I wish he would have got beaten more than he did. <laughs> Man, you're going to start uh, a Twitter riot. I know. I know that that's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I mean, Seth is not, um, you know, he 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 is quite controversial, quite often, quite often sticking his foot in his mouth, um, all sorts of things. Let's, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to keep it real here. Um, this situation is, man, it's out there. I mean, it, it's out there. Um, I tell you what's what's a shame to me in general is that. This isn't going to be used storyline somehow. You know, wrestling typically has always been, you know, if if you give if you give wrestling something, it's going to take the ball and run with it. Um, but I, I I don't think Vince is going to going to use this in a storyline. I mean, my God, I think I would. It's just it's got so much written all over it. I still don't know all the facts going on here. Um, this dude claiming to be part of, uh, you know, the family with Roman and the Usos and Rakishi. 
<laughs> the rock uh here's what's funny before we get too deep into this we were watching survivor series and you were well i wasn't really watching it you were telling me about a lot of it i did watch the main event but yeah you were telling me you and john were telling me about the golden egg <laughs> and uh you said you know who who stole it right and i'm like you know i'm i'm just appalled by the storyline already there's an egg and you're like, it's stolen. And now everybody's going to have to come to my night raw and uh, find this freaking egg. And I'm just like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. And uh, you're like, you know, who stole it? You're like, so just a hundred percent sure. And and I'm like, who? And you're like, Rikishi. He did it for the rock. <laughs> I did it for Rikishi. I did it for the rock. Oh, could you hear that? <laughs> I don't know if you could hear that or not. This dude, he uh, he released he released a uh, uh, some footage on on Twitter or on uh, Instagram, and uh, he's he's claiming to be part of you know the Samoan family there. I did it for Rikishi. I did it for the Rock. And uh, <laughs> he says he did it for Rikishi. And he did it for the Rock. And he did it for for his tribal family. I don't know what the backstory is here. I don't know. Maybe maybe this dude is related. Um, maybe not. A lot of people thrown out there that he's mentally ill maybe um he's definitely not the smartest gentleman i think we've come across uh he apparently was catfished by a fake seth rollins account and um taken for some money and and i don't i don't know somehow along the lines he thinks he says Goldberg and Vince McMahon booked him to come in and do this to get his uh, payback against Seth Rollins. What do you think about that? Trucker Cow sleeping on us already. Climb out the back of your camper. Get up here and, and, and give us your insights, Trucker Cow. Can you not hear me? My God, there he is. I can hear you now. Oh. I don't know. I don't know where you're going. I don't know. Is there a, is there a lizard around or is there? Um, as gas? far as I know, we're we're pretty good. I mean, I'm on my way in to work, and it should be fine. Oh, wonderful! But um, <laughs> the whole Goldberg part of it is like, what does he have to do with it? Like, that's so weird. I don't, you know, and. Yeah, and the whole, you know, Seth scammed me thing, you know, he 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 just got taken up by by a fake account, but yep. he did it for the rock. He did it for the bloodline. The you, know. you know, I mean, people get catfished all the time. Yes, all the time. And it's gotten so, more and more, you know. And I mean, let's really look at the country these days. 
people will believe all kinds of shit. There's all oh, kinds yeah. of conspiracy theories people believe in. Uh, you know, I mean, we look at QAnon and we look at lizard people and we look at all kinds of stuff and people believe it. People believe that this dude is an AEW plant. Yeah. That, that I've Tony Khan paid this dude to come in and attack Seth Rollins. Just, I don't know why Seth Rollins. I don't know. When it first went down, I was, I, my first thought was, this was, well, no, no, not Tony (laughs) Khan. My first thought was, this was a story planned. Like, I, I really thought this, this was going to turn out to be somebody come, coming in. You know, and then it's you get blown up to credit. all this nonsense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that would only make sense. Like, that is something that I could see, you know, a real company doing, you know, AEW, right, right. NWA. You know, I could see that going and work over well. And then you you, you get this and you get the, the stolen egg. I <laughs> That never that never gets old. It doesn't get old. (laughs) Who'd you do it for? I did it for Rakish. What about the Rock? rock. Oh, okay, you did. Oh, the Rock too. Okay. Uh, Yeah, dude. I I don't know. I don't know what to think. I'm sure more information will come out. You know, he was a. he was taken into custody. He was arrested. They let him go uh, to appear. You know, of course, he's going to appear back in court. Um, they interviewed Seth Rollins later. Somebody caught up with him. And, uh, of course, Seth is he's being all professional uh, about what happened. And he's like, you know, I'm just glad nobody got hurt. And and even Seth, like everybody on Twitter is like talking about how um, oh, Seth was going to choke him out. Seth was going to do you know, blah, blah, blah. Seth, blah, 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 blah. Um, Seth is just like, dude, I kind of grabbed him in a headlock. and We we rolled around and the referees jumped on him and I slid out and I'm just glad everybody's okay. Nobody got hurt. And which I mean is great. You know, I'm glad Seth is concerned about everybody involved. He's being professional about it. That's great. But you know what I mean? Uh, Twitter, interestingly, has really come to Seth Rollins' defense over this. And uh, um, I won't say, like, like of course, everybody should be concerned. Like, it's, it's, it's scary because if this dude, to me, it's more scary, like, not that he'd be mentally ill, but, like, just this dude in general got catfished that he believed he was actually booked to be part of this storyline or something. That's scarier to me than if he was you know, mentally ill. I don't like to use the mental illness as an excuse uh, for somebody doing something or have done something. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, this could have turned out really bad. So it, it ended up good as it was. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see where you know where this thing transpires to. Out of all this, uh, more information will come in. I'm sure. 
that that wasn't the only fan interaction that night either. Uh, apparently, a guy was was harassing Montez Ford uh, during his match and and throughout the night. Then at a dark match, I believe it was a lumberjack match. Uh, this dude kept up, and then uh, Montez Ford points it out to MVP, who basically tells the security guards, "Let the guy through." And then, um, you know, we we see, like, the guy comes over there and starts jawing with MVP. Like, I wouldn't want to mess with MVP, really. You know what I'm saying? No. This guy's a little bit old school. This guy, uh, he was in prison before he became a wrestler. You know, he, he come up the lines when, when Undertaker, JBL, and all those guys were on top. They haze the shit out of people. Um you know, I mean, it's it's kind of like the the last last of the old school guys there. Um, and then, interestingly enough, as MVP's trying to tell the guy, "Yeah, come, you just step over the guardrail and you say this shit to our face." Here comes Sami Zayn, like the crazy guy he is, and Sami Zayn was ready to throw down. MVP was holding Sami back. I love it. Yeah, good I stuff. Mean, I, love it. Good shit. I would make all this storyline. I mean, like, can you imagine MVP and Sami Zayn and all these guys in a unit together? You know, they're just, they're just crazy. They're just uh, out there to get shit done. <laughs> you have that guys, would only make sense, though. Oh, that's it. Yeah. You know, but the best sense. part of the whole thing, though, is when I read about how Seth's wife was on her way out there to help save him. The man was about to come to town. <laughs> I know she's big time Bex now, but in this instance, it was the man getting ready to run out. And thank goodness she didn't, you know. Let's be honest. Twitter would have blown up even more if that would have happened. I have no doubt that Becky from, I think she's from Dublin. I don't know. But I have no doubt this Irish lass could have come out there and probably belted the guy one or two and it'd been done. Yeah. But good Lord, that would have been bad for Seth Rollins. That, I mean, that would have been the best part of the whole thing. (laughs) I would have loved it. You know, at the end, you can see Becky Lynch standing out on stage. Um, yeah. She comes out, she's standing beside Michael Hayes, which is my favorite part, is when they drag him off as Seth is walking back up the ramp. Kind of, you know, he's pissed off. He, he's, he doesn't really know what's going on. He's upset. And at the top of the ramp, and his white, looks like he's wearing a white jumpsuit and a black fanny pack, is Michael P.S. Hayes. I mean, he's just ready. Yeah. If uh, if the Rock's little cousin here had made his way to the to Gorilla, he'd been on Bad Street, USA. <laughs> so did did you by chance see what the what the entire egg was about and how that came to an end on Raw? Well, so so. Yeah, Sami Zayn uh, somehow finds out that Austin Theory stole it, brings Austin Theory to Vince. 
Vince is like, why did you steal the egg? And Austin Theory says, uh, I did it for Rakishi. I did it for The Rock. Sorry, that shit doesn't get old. Um, Austin Theory just wanted to take a selfie with the egg. Yeah, that's it. I'll let that sink in a moment. Wanted to take a selfie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, that's the, what whoever, the egg was all about. That's, whoever, that's all. Whoever who had uh, 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 turned the guy in was supposed to get a title shot against Biggie. Uh, Biggie, who the night before lost to Roman Reigns, clean. Uh, Roman Reigns is a heel. Let me just clarify that. Uh, Biggie's the big baby face. Biggie lost clean to Roman in the middle of the ring. Uh, so the next night, their idea to to put a little shine back on Big E is to have him wrestle Austin Theory. Because Austin Theory, even though he stole the egg, Vince is like, oh, some bravado. Uh, I'm going to give you the title shot. And, and Sammy's like, what the? F-? And this is like, nobody likes a snitch. And that, that kind of concludes the storyline there. And so uh, Austin Theory gets the title shot. And uh, of course, Big E retains. Uh, but it's like, well, one, it's like, you, you did this storyline. Like, this was supposed to be like some sort of big, big thing for, uh, uh, you know, the Rock's uh, anniversary for the movie Red Notice that you're trying to get the rock in. Like they did all these things in Survivor Series to tease the rock going to show up. He never does. Um, he's, he was supposed to, but shit came up. Then it was like, he's supposed to be on Monday Night Raw, but you know what? They've known this in September. That wasn't happening. So they had time to plan for all this. And uh, their, their big plans was just the stolen egg. And, uh, Solved it one night. And, and uh, before. That's it. <laughs> Faded out on me there, buddy. Before the. Uh, I don't know what you're going to say. You're going to say that you. Uh, you, you, you. Uh... Oh, oh. I see. <laughs> can you still hear me? I can hear you now. <laughs> okay. So what I was saying was before all the Seth stuff blew, blew up, mm-hmm. um, the fans were going just absolute crazy that The Rock didn't show up. Like, yeah. hateful crazy. I mean, it, it was insane like they 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 were pissed to me but i wasn't surprised you know I'm, he's like, the rocks... quarantined he couldn't right he couldn't come back in the states it wasn't right. he's gonna quarantined. happen he's filming his stuff and, and so he already let them know um but i mean like the rock is busy Look, oh yeah you know he's looking at it, even running for president maybe 
So if you think of it that way, you consider that when you're president, you can't run your own company and whatnot still. And the rock has his, you know, his production company. He's got his movie career. He's got all this shit going on, all these TV shows. He's got to get all that in before the next four years. You know what I mean? And, uh, if he does decide to run. So, you know, the rock's trying to get his money while he can. So, I mean, does he have time to really take off to do a favor, honestly, for Vince um, and, and, and Roman? And does it, does it make sense? Does it, is the money worth it? And it could be a situation like the last time with John Cena, he had the match and he was gone. Uh, before before the end of the pay-per-view because he had to get surgery because he got messed up during the match. And then you have to consider, like, how much money did he lose, you know, recovering from surgery and whatnot. So, uh, And you know, there I, has been a lot of talk, too, that if or when they do this, this would be the buildup for technically this to be the final match for him going into the Hall of Fame? Uh, you know, maybe. But my thing is, well, why Roman? Yeah. Like, what's there to gain from this match? Because um, Roman's not going to get more over from from The Rock. I'm sorry. It, as it stands, you know, he, he really, they've, they've rubbed him as much as they can. You know what I mean? Um, it's not going to do anything. I don't think it's. I don't think it's really about that. You know, it's since it is pretty much just that. This is what Vince has had a hard on, on for for a long time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's true. You know, it's it's absolutely he, true. He's always wanted Roman Reigns. Hey, all right. And we're back. This uh, app looks like it's connecting. <laughs> Some technical difficulties today. I don't know who to blame. I don't know who's responsible for this uh, and who uh, who did it. I mean, why would anybody do this? And, you know, who's responsible for this? Who would do this? I did it for Rakishi. Oh, goddamn. that that guy Um, I don't know what you were going to (laughs) say yeah I don't remember now (laughs) you were were about to go on a tirade I think yeah I think so but it's completely gone from me now (laughs) I, I have no idea you know I mean in a lot of ways this crazy crowd incident has uh, has saved them from such an awful pay-per-view. I mean, really, they, they didn't deliver on the rock. Um, I think that they, you know, all I saw was the big Roman Reigns match, but uh, from the sounds of it, nobody was really particularly happy with the pay-per-view. Nobody liked the results. And, um, uh, Man, you know, WWE is on a downward spiral right now. I mean, let's be it let's be honest. Really is. 
It really is. I mean, they've let go of like 200 people. Triple H no longer in charge over NXT. That's just kind of gone to shit. Even Scotty Tuhati headed in his uh, resignation today. Said that uh, when it when it started becoming, um, you know, not fun anymore to go to work, he knew it wasn't done. And so yep. <laughs> that that kind of, uh, yeah, I mean that that kind of says a lot to me. Uh, nothing but support come out of that for for uh, Scotty uh, from everybody that's worked with him, but over there, so. Uh, I don't know, you know, uh, it's just some weird stuff in wrestling right now. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea. You know, the one thing that, that stood out to me, I'm watching that, uh, the main, main event there at Survivor Series, and uh, Big E took like three or four Superman punches back to back from Roman Reigns. And he was starting to like come back a little bit. And I was just like, God damn. They need to give Big E that hook up moment. Just like Hogan used to do. You know, and he used that Superman comeback. At first I thought they they were. Like it yeah. really seemed like they were gonna do that. It had me hyped. I was like, yeah, because he's the only person. Only, he's the only person in the business right now, I think, who could pull off a Superman comeback. Yeah, I mean, Biggie gets out there. He's serious. He's funny. You know, he's got he's like the whole nine yards, and he could he could pull that off, and and still not be a joke. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, I mean, I can see him be you know just just hulking up and then start dancing. And the guy's just not being able to, to budge him. You know, doesn't matter. Punch, big boot, can't affect him. Let him do a big comeback, a couple punches, a couple clotheslines, splash in the corner, big ending. There's your winner. It would not have hurt Roman at all to have lost the match. But it would hurt Vince to see him lose. <laughs> Oh, he was too busy with his missing goat and egg <laughs> that he he had, you know, sat on himself and hatched it. Uh, it's just it's ridiculous. I mean, this is why I quit watching WWE. Just ridiculous storylines, uh, ridiculous matches, ridiculous booking. Like Austin Theory, like that match meant anything to recoup. Biggie's loss at Survivor Series. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I got nothing else, man. What about you? It's one of those times where it's it's been fun to just sit back and see the the egg drop. <laughs> Uh, oh, that was that was bad. <laughs> I know it was really bad. Uh, yeah, that that didn't go over easy at all. Get it over easy. <laughs> <laughs>
over his head. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, ha, oh. ha. I'll be honest. I poached that offline today. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, I think that, uh, it, it, I think that's about. I did it for the rock. This guy needs to be special guest referee at WrestleMania. I really hope they draw it out and just make book him it, show Goldberg. up. You know, yeah, make sure Bill Goldberg books him again. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to think. If he is mentally ill, I hope he gets the help he, he needs. Um, I, I don't think that's it, though, personally. I don't think that's it. I think he's just, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I don't know something else that happened. Uh, Chavo, good little Chavo, he uh, made a comment there on on the Twitter. Uh, he said, "I wish wrestlers were as tough as the fans," <laughs> or something along those lines. Um, it's late. I don't know something like that. He's like, "Oh, I remember when the wrestlers were tougher than the fans." And a shrug emoji. And Twitter lost it, man. They were trying to cancel Chavo. In the midst of this, of of this guy possibly being mentally ill or something. And, you know, if you look at Twitter in the past, like if somebody needs a mental health day, Twitter's all like, yeah, you take your mental health days. Mental, mental health is important. But, man, Chavo says this and everybody jumps on and just starts bullying Chavo. I mean, the replies to Chavo were were awful. Uh, you know, just shit like if if it had been him, he would get his ass whipped, or what did he ever do, or what's he at now, and his career this and blah blah blah. It's like wow, like I mean, are these all Seth Rollins, you know, fanboys? It's just this toxic wrestling Twitter in general I don't I don't know you still with me trucker cow all right I don't know where trucker cow's gone may just be this app acting quirky but I, I understand what Chavo's saying you know back in the day Somebody jumped on a wrestler, they're gonna get knocked out. And that wasn't even just back in the day. I mean, that's still today. Uh, you can see footage of Jacob Fatu laying out a dude coming out out of that guardrail. Uh, you know, even just years ago. Oh, I hear Trucker Kyle moving over there. I am back. Sorry about that. He had to go take a piss. <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, it, you jump the guardrail, you know you're going to get, you should know you're going to get laid out. Uh, a lot of people took what Chavo says as a slight toward Seth Rollins. Chavo did later tweet, uh, you know, he's not going to delete the tweet and that, you know, he didn't mean any offense to Seth Rollins by it. But, you know, I get what Chavo's saying. 
the funny thing is, like, Undertaker tweets something and nobody really says anything, but Chavo tweets kind of the same thing and everybody loses their mind. Uh, I guess it's, they just find that easy pickings, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was a little insensitive, maybe worded a little bit inappropriately. I don't think it deserved the backlash that it did get. But still, I, I understand what Chavo's saying. Like, you wouldn't have, if that had been like Dick Slater or um, Sid Vicious or any, almost any of the old talent, um, you know, that dude wouldn't have made it. He wouldn't have made it to the police station. So I guess it's lucky he picked on Seth Rollins. I don't know. I think Trucker Kyle's dipped on us again. I think that's going to wrap us up for today. I do have uh, do have a little special guest, Gary, on the line waiting. We're going to talk to him and, and get his opinion on this. Uh, our good friend Gary runs Asylum Wrestling Revolution. AWR and let's uh let's hear from him now. <laughs> All right. Hey, you really sounds like my place. What's going on with you, brother? What's what's going on, man? Trying to be like your, you want to bro. Your place sounds like my place, full of demons. Bruh. I want to get your take on the fan attack last night on Monday Night Raw. Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> I know that won't happen in an AWR show. I'll tell you that damn much. Uh, <laughs> I don't have barricades for a reason. Uh, I've went... I think we've had barricades at one show in four years, and it was my very first show. After that, we cut the barricades out, and luckily, knock on wood, I haven't had that situation happen. But well, I mean, in, in AWR's defense, what could the fans do worse than the wrestlers? <laughs> no, I mean that's true, but I mean there's always that. You know, there's always fans that think they can do what the wrestlers do, and they get too into it and. But my fans know not to, you know, you touch a wrestler and they will, they have full, you know, uh, they have full permission for me to beat the living hell out of you. I will not stop it at all. <laughs> I tell my wrestlers every show before when we have our final meeting, if a fan touches you, you touch them back. I think that kind of goes uh, without saying, probably pretty much everywhere. I'm sure WWE maybe have some sort of little clause, but. I think at the end of the day, I don't think Vince would even bat an eyelash. I'm pretty sure, like, yeah. you buy a ticket, that goes straight out the window. Yeah, the, the, you just don't do that. I remember seeing it happen when I was a child at an independent event, and the wrestlers beat the living hell out of the dude to uh, put their hands on a wrestler. So, I mean, some companies, and I understand because the public companies can't do what we do, mm-hmm. but... I promise that will not happen at a AWR event. You'll see me move the fastest I've moved since my kid was running around with a diaper full of shit. 
I will, I will, <laughs> you will see security. I, 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 don't, I don't move that fast when that happens. Yeah, I do. I, I got to move real <laughs> fast. Not it'll be on the wall. It'll be oh. everywhere. Mine just lets it sit there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's interesting. Like Twitter is just having a complete meltdown. Um, I, I I don't know about wrestling Twitter. They're toxic, toxic as hell, and just everything seems backwards sometimes. But uh, I don't know if you saw Chavo Guerrero's tweet. But uh, basically, he said, uh, "Man, I miss the days where you know the wrestlers were tougher than the fans." And now Twitter's trying to cancel Chavo Guerrero for. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, I'd stay away from wrestling Twitter because they tried to get me for defending somebody. So I just stay away from that shit. But to be honest, what he said is true. I mean, yep. I, you heard my response. You know, in, uh, in my show, the wrestlers defend themselves. Yeah. If, if you let uh, – and I'm sorry, I've seen the clip. I ain't a big, you know, WWE guy anymore. But I've seen the clip. Uh, Rollins seen him coming. Yeah. yeah there, there's no way to, you know, not see a guy that, that size running straight towards you to spear you. Nah, it's, we'll it's think of it. Yeah, yeah, he's a, and I've seen the dude's reply. I guess he released a video <laughs> saying why he did it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of it's, it's. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that we'll we'll hear more about that later. I I don't know if he's just uh, has something going on or maybe he maybe legit he is you know part of the family. I don't know. Oh no! I th- me personally, I think that was a fan that just jumped the right barricade at the right time. But I honestly give it to the refs because if the refs would not have stopped him, yeah, uh, Seth would have hurt that boy. Yeah, Seth already had him in a full gu- uh, guillotine, ready to just twist them hips one way, and it could have been night night. Oh, uh, I think Seth did. I think he just didn't. I think he saw him come. I don't think he knew what was happening. You know, yeah, and I mean, in like you have a, a company like WWE, you know, you have all this paid security around, and I don't think that's even on their mind that you know, hey, there's a possibility of fans going to jump the guardrail. You know, I just cut my promo and I'm just going to the back, and you know, I don't think that's even in their head that they could get jumped. But man, they were all over the place. The referees jumped in there, Seth squeaked out the bottom. Uh, I, I feel like they're lucky the refs jump in and all the other officials because if you had some wrestlers out there, like if you had MVP out there, some of these uh, veterans, man, those are the ones that's going to do the damage. They would have beat his ass like yeah. he should have got done. I mean, I, I might be one and only, but that's how I feel. I feel you jump across that barricade, you you deserve to get what you get. That's how I feel too. Yeah, uh, I mean, there was a wrestler. This just happened to Independence to get the eye view that the you know big leagues do. But there was a, a, a wrestler that hit a fan with light tubes from trying to attack. <laughs> he was, you know, he, he now they were jabbing back and forth around their mouth, and the fan tried to grab the worker by the throat. And when he did, oh. the worker had like a handful of light tubes. He smashed him right across his face. That's great. Well, you know, that's what you deserve. You know, there's a certain line you don't cross. Right. It's fine. Like, you enjoy yourself, enjoy the show, shit talk the wrestlers, you know, especially the heels, and, and have fun, but you don't cross that line and touch the workers. 
Because, like you said, like when you do, that just gives them permission. I mean, that's, yeah, that's society uh, in general. You yeah, you look at it. You put you put your hands on a uh, on a grown man out in public for no reason. They have the right to defend themselves. That carries on into wrestling. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's really interesting. Later in the show, apparently in a in a dark match, I think it was a lumberjack match. There was another fan that was harassing Montez Ford, and uh, he points the guy out later, and they invite him like, "Hey, you say it to my face." And MVP just happens to be over there, and you have uh, you know MVP's a heel manager, and you have Montez Ford in the face, and MVP kind of steps up, and he's like, "Come on, let him tell security, let him out, let him come in." If you think you got those, go ahead. You don't understand. After these guys are trained, you know MMA trained boxers train uh roman uh style wrestling so i mean go ahead it, it, it'll be fun i'll tell you that on my end it'll be fun uh i look at it as <laughs> our, our next show that i have we're, we're in michigan for no ring show in the middle of a bar oh so uh, I, i'm you know seeing all this i'm hoping fans don't get the idea well i want to try that because i got some pretty big boys that are you know right really about tearing someone's ass out so I mean, I I really hope the fans don't take this and try to make this a new a new, a new fad. <laughs> you know, I, I'm hoping not. I mean, you know, these WWE fans are a little bit crazy sometimes. Yeah, I think that's one thing about independent wrestling. I think independent uh, wrestling fans have more of an open view with this, and, and they yeah. know, hey, you're not gonna run up against a like Justin Kyle, my world champion. You're not gonna run up to him and try to swing on him. This dude is a multi weight. Uh, MMA champion, you know, right. so he, and he gets smacked with stuff and weapons for fun. Right, so exactly. You, you're really not going to hurt these independent guys. Now, these WWE guys, I don't know. Maybe they're a little catered. Maybe some of this new generation don't understand, you know, what it really is. And yeah. I don't know. Uh, I feel bad for the wrong fan that crosses the wrong barricade at the wrong time. Dude, I mean, like in the old days, you wouldn't, if that fan had jumped uh, Dick Slater or somebody, He'd be dead. Yeah, I mean, look at the the things in our time. Uh, right. You know, when, when the fan jumped through and, and came after Stone Cold and Triple H and Stone oh, Cold H and the ref, damn near beat the dog shit out of the dude. Even the ref was even kicking a, the, the guy. Yeah, even in WCW, I think one jumped in after DDP. And uh, I think it was, was it Randy Anderson, the little bitty referee? Yeah, like snapped on the dude and like put him in his chokehold and kicked the yeah, shit out. Yeah, the there's a little difference. I feel that might show a little softness. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm sorry to say it like that, but that's true. A different generation that wouldn't have worked about these guys from our generation, or you know, a little bit yeah. after. Now you're getting these guys that are just Hollywood superstars, and I don't know. They're like like Chavo said, you know, pretty bad. The fan looked bigger than Seth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I really don't. And then I seen the the best part of that out of that whole situation is walking watching Michael Hayes walk out with his 1994 gimmick bag strapped around his waist like he was gonna hey. come out there and beat somebody's ass. If that dude had gone up any further, he would have got on Bad Street USA. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that's a bad thing. If he would have went, if he would have went towards that ramp, what uh, Michael Hayes would have pulled out that gimmick bag and hit him with? That's right. <laughs> you don't know what was in that. Yeah, well, we know what's in most gimmick bags, but you never know with Michael Hayes. That's right. 
Well, thank you for uh, coming on and giving us your opinion, man. Uh, as always, good stuff with AWR. Keep it going. I appreciate it, man. We're going to we gonna have to set up another one sometime. Yeah, let's do it. All right, brother. All right, thank you. Anytime. Bye. All right. That was just Gary over at uh, AWR out of Indiana. So, uh, yeah, that's going to cover cover everything today, I think. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, many thanks to Trucker Kyle for stopping by and, you know, then leaving and then stopping by and then leaving and then leaving us hanging with a lot of airtime and then uh, finally coming back, giving us a little bit of his opinions before disappearing again. Uh <laughs> But as always, many thanks to Trucker Kyle for stopping by. Uh, lots of thanks for Gary for giving us his insights from the from the indie scene. Uh, if you haven't checked out AWR, uh, be sure to do that. If you like some hardcore wrestling, you're not going to find anything any better than uh, AWR. Uh, we'll be back next time, probably with uh, more demon children of mine uh, screaming until this pandemic is ever finished. Um, of course, probably Trucker Kyle. Maybe we can get John to stop in sometime. A good friend John. He might stop in. I don't want to make any promises. And, uh, and some others. So, so stay tuned. And, uh, as always, have a good one. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. I'm back.